if you were up there, would you want them with you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel the need, the need for speed. Welcome back to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. This is part two of the Top Gun Review episode. I just would like to thank everyone who participated. Of course, co-host Ed Daly and special guests Jason Stewart and Travis Rogers. It was a fantastic time. It was very enjoyable and you're on to the part where we start to get a little bit drunk. So part two may be even better than part one. So please enjoy part two of the Baller Lifestyle podcast, Top Gun Review episode. Thanks. So then they move on. They after the after the jester attack, man, as he's been as we've. He's prefaced, likes to buzz the tower. Mm-hmm. He's buzzed many, many towers, which is seems like a weird thing. Like the the tower is the safety. They tell you, hey, they're there's... only looking out for you. Yeah, they go, they go. They're no, on your side. No, there's another plane over there. So here, you should you should wait. You know, do a cir- circle no. around at this altitude and then come in and land because there's all these other planes are coming in. And they call up and they're like. Hey, we want to just swing by the tower, and the tower's like, "Oh no, you can't do that." And they're like, "Oh, we'll just do it anyway." <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what is that, bad That's- boy? Mustang, this is Maverick requesting flyby. Negative, Ghost Rider. The pattern is full. Yes, he like, buzzed the tower. He's he's an actual Maverick. <laughs> uh, so they just, and this the- leads to the gayest line in the entire movie. Oh, I sure. want some butts. Yes. <laughs> I want somebody's butt. Yeah. <laughs> they get they get dressed down Viper. Well, Again, a- Viper, a snake. <laughs> <laughs> it is a snake. Yes. A the, vi- one of the most dangerous yes, snakes. Cylindrical, <laughs> long, slithering, dark, lubricated. Yes. <laughs> Viper calls Mav in on the carpet, but again, doesn't really like yell at him that badly he's just like what you know what was that bullshit like if you're gonna be here you gotta do the rules his exact quote to begin the meeting was i guess that'll do it for the flybys yep yep and what as if those would ever be allowed right um i feel like that's worthy of a court-martial like if you did that putting a lot of people's lives at risk it seems like you would just get sent home like Again, right, we got to get Maverick out. He keeps buzzing the tower. Million dollar aircraft that he's driving <laughs> like it's his motorcycle. Uh, and and so they, you know, he, they get dressed down, and then it looks like Goose and Mav sort of have like a like a duplex. Or <laughs> oh, is that where he visits him oh, late at night? Wait, a yeah, minute. they like kind of live together, guys. We can't skip over Scarrett, Tom Scarrett and Ironsides uh, exchange. Oh, so would, again, yeah, got you, didn't he? Again, yeah, with would the, you would you want him in battle? Right. Mm. The, the The whole thing I is the whole. I think the whole exchange with Scarrett and and Maverick was, and it's a theme that I wish they would they would push harder on and, and throughout the movie was 
That's some of the best flying I've ever seen. You are very talented. Right up until the... <laughs> but, yeah, but it was reckless. I mean, it, that theme, it, it's just not stated it's, enough. It's right up until the point you got yeah. killed. Yeah. Yes. So, and then, and then he, he, uh, once Maverick leaves, he asks Ironsides, would you want him up there with you? And Ironsides, I think, really didn't deliver this line right. I wish Tony Scott would have pressed him on a couple more takes. Yeah. The line was professional actor Jason Stewart. The line, yeah, the line was, "I don't know, I, I just don't know." Like, and if I'm Ironsides, I, I pause a little bit. I, this is how I would have done it. If uh, Travis, you're Tom Skerritt, okay, yeah, deliver the line to um, me. If, if you were up there, would well. you want him with this you? This is not going to go well. If you were up there, would you want him with you? Um, <sighs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I. I just don't know. <laughs> so, so this is how. So, so this is how the line. This is how the line was delivered in the movie. Ask me that again. If you were up there, would you want? Would you want with you? I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> I mean, you'd think that you'd think they would get another a couple of other takes there, right? You think you got your one take? I'm out of here. <laughs> Professional. Frank Sinatra doesn't do second shots. That's right. So, so Goose comes in and he's like, "Hey, Matt, we gotta talk, man." He's like, "I'm just, hey, I'm just a Rio. Like I'm in the Navy. It's like he's in the post office." <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would imagine that even the Rio has some investment in him. Yes. He's he's a valuable piece. It's right. not like, hey, look, Goose. Yeah. You know what? We're gonna just have you make hash in the yes. in the galley. Yes. <laughs> you're done. He's like, I just want, I just want to graduate. Like you're kind of fucking it up for me. Like let's let's just get shot down. Like don't don't sweat it. You know. And and of course, uh, Mav can't sleep. He's sweaty. He's sweaty at this point. Well, by the frustrated. way, he's frustrated. and he's studying something. Well, Brian, he's, he's got a cu- cup of coffee. He's frustrated. Yeah. He's got a lot of things that just he wants to do, but it's not okay to yeah. do. Yeah. Yet he knows that the other people want to do it he's, too, but it's against the rules. He's, he's got feelings for ice, <laughs> right? And he doesn't want to share them with Goose. And, and Goose, Goose wouldn't understand. And, and at this point, he he and this is a real foreshadowing moment. He goes, "Goose, you're the only family I got." Meanwhile, he's probably only been paired up with them for nine months. Like they're not, they don't, they don't know each other. They're just in the service together. Right. Like they just they go don't, out. Yeah, they don't get to choose who they're with. No, like it's whoever's assigned to them. But gets, the Indian Ocean is at, a lonely place, at the, at guys. At the end of the movie, he gets paired up with Merlin, who's who's just been chilling on the aircraft carrier the whole time. Right. So it's, where Cougar turned in his wings. Yeah, well, whoever sits in the back obviously can, can, isn't that important. Can we cut to the chase? And Jason just touched on it. it the job of the Rio is he's over there. He's over oh, there. So, no. Hey, he's coming. No. Now, now he's behind us. No, you've left out a very important part. We're out of gas. <laughs> We're out yeah. of gas, hey, guys. I feel like that would be an instrument on, on the pilot's panel. Yeah, wouldn't you think the pilot would have <laughs> a, a, a daily? I was going to say, I don't know these aircrafts. But it seems like a weird place to put the fuel gauge in the back. In the back, yeah. <laughs> Would, wouldn't you think that the pilot would be the one that would need to know? Like when you're driving a car, 
you don't go you go to the passenger or the kid in the back. Go, hey, what, how are we doing on gas? <laughs> well, can can we talk about? So what was the one thing we went over multiple times before we started this? Uh, is this a quiz? No, I don't know. but redundancies. Yes, oh, yeah, redundancies. Yeah. Yes. So an aircraft has multiple yeah, redundancies. Therefore, yeah. you have a fuel gauge in the back because look, we're talking about soldiers at the end of the day. Fly by Sometimes wire. they get killed, yeah. and therefore your Rio gets killed in the back by one of those MIGs. Yeah. You don't want to have to be a hey, goose. What uh, would it be like at a quarter? Yeah, and he's like, and you're like well, yeah, you got both. Guess I just got to guess. Yeah, you, that's a good point. Redundancies. Cougar seemed to need a lot of information from Merlin. Okay. <laughs> so the Goose and Mav have a heart to heart. And then it doesn't matter because Mav realizes that Charlie wants sex. <laughs> that Charlie's, or Mav is hanging out. He's like studying. Slider is apparently sitting in the in the. It's just eavesdropping. Yeah, just listening. And Charlie stops by, and she's writing something in red pen while she talks. And she's like, "I don't date flyboys." And but meanwhile, she's writing down the coordinates mm-hmm. to her pussy. <laughs> is that what that was? Yes. And she's like, "Hey, come by my house at five thirty. She lives by the beach. She wants to hear about the Meg. She lives directly. She lives on the beach, like in La Jolla. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's a contractor for Lockheed Martin. Civilian. Civilian. Bucking for a promotion in Washington, D.C. Big dough in those defense contractors, though. No, so. no, 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 for a promotion. no, 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 She doesn't, it's, this is 1986, she's not even making six figures. That's Reagan, and, he's getting it rolling. And she's commuting from Miramar to La Jolla? <laughs> So that's a long drive. That's a that's a that's a mid free. That's like the fifty two. I'm getting the sense that you don't understand San Diego geography. As I well do. I understand it better than the people that made this movie. Clearly, <laughs> she lives by the beach. She's if you like, could live in La Jolla or Escondido, you're going to live in La Jolla, of course. Right. But that's so, not near Miramar. Well, but if you're if you're on a on a contractor well, dime, well, this might that might make more sense because. <laughs> She, Are you going to get to the sick burn at the end of the scene? <laughs> oh, so she, yes. So she's like, hey, here's my address. She keeps it low, though. By the way, this is pre-cell phone. You couldn't text each other. She just writes down 530, my place, and the address and drops it. How do we know that Mav doesn't have, like, church right. that night? Or he's got... he's. Got, well, hang on, he, if you're offering he, up the greatest gift of all. He, he vo- right. volunteers. Ed knows. Ed no, knows. he might have something to do. He might have a class. Who knows? There's not, There's never something else to do. That's true. That's, <laughs> a, that's a great point. That's a great point. Pussy, pussy always is the winner. So Except in this movie. He goes to, <laughs> he goes to bounce, and Slider sitting right in front of him, and... Slider and Mav have one of the great interactions in the history of film. Slider has a toy plane. Yeah. And he <laughs> totally looks, religious. looks and like he, a bit like a dick. And he mimics a, a descending, crashing plane. Yeah. And what does he say? Well, Mav leans in real close and he gives him one of the all time great burns where he says, Slider. <laughs> you stink. <laughs> and 
and that's called walks risk. away and slider is so bummed yeah out. that was the ultimate dig on him so and it's yeah my my eight-year-old son high-fived him after that one. <laughs> yeah that's where that burn should be left and it's like well yeah like maybe slider had just done a lot of push-ups maybe he'd been warming up for the volleyball game that's about to happen slider well, has a lot of deals like i wouldn't be ca- i wouldn't be like guys, what? yeah i stink what I well, I go in a different direction. Oh, interesting. That community, which is what the, the flyboard community, the naval aviators <laughs> yeah. in this movie, struck me as a fastidious group. Oh yeah. Whereas somebody that was malodorous yeah. would be less desirable. And there, you see, again, you got you got to look at it from the larger point of view. Slider is worried about having his pilot poached by Maverick. Mm-hmm. Therefore, any insult to his personal grooming is taken not just as in personal yeah. insult, but yeah. as an attack on his relationship with his pilot. Yeah. Therefore, it's doubly offensive. Yeah. So that's why it was delivered with such malice. It hurts. Yes. It's a, it especially hurts. Uh, hey, guys, I have, I have a question yeah. for you. So if you get a number and a time, or you get the perfect invitation for sex, what's your move? Is it to, like, take a shower, get ready, or is it to go play gay volleyball? Yes. <laughs> cool. i got to prep for this big night. Great point, because then we get to, the, to a place in the movie that is the most exceptionally gay point. Crash and burn, huh, Mav? Slider. You stink. Mav has been invited on a date. And for some reason he thinks, "Uh, you know what? I'd rather go out and play some volleyball with the guys in my blue jeans. The <laughs> also, everyone's got their hands taped up. Well, chafing. But, I mean, you just play some volleyball. Like you don't a lot of, a lot of ski polling going on in that. <laughs> I've played some volleyball. Like, the yoke is very, very rough. I've never, I've never, it's very seen, abrasive. I've never seen anybody that need to tape their wrists. For a volleyball game, but they get out there, they play some volleyball, playing with the boys is playing. Th- three of the four guys are wearing blue jeans. Mm-hmm. Slider is very greasy. This is the this is the scene that. Why does said. none of the sand stick to him? No, it's a little bit does, but this guy Slider. Is really, really exposes himself as the most. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 flexing. He's wet. Mm-hmm. He's greased. He's like looking at. And also, he's dreamy. He's also, dreamy. also, there's an audience. Yeah, who like, who shows up to watch puts, this? Like, hey, we're gonna go play volleyball. You want to come watch? Sundown comes no. to watch. In just Hollywood. like what? Yeah. Just like straggling people walking by. Like, yeah. the, wait a minute! There are fly boys playing volleyball. Very Let me check weird. this out. Very, very weird. What, what, guys? What are your thoughts on the volleyball game? Well, I mean, I, man, I have so I, we could spend an hour on this on this scene alone. Let's I mean, not. So I'm I'm 14 years old and um, I'm watching this movie and it's like ah, this movie kicks ass. 
There's a lot of flying. There's a lot of posturing. There's a hot chick. And then it, and then this Kenny Loggins song starts, and we start playing a volleyball game. I remember at 14 years old thinking, what is going on here exactly? We have sweaty men that are flexing. And then we have Tom Cruise, who um, is 5'3 uh, max, spiking a ball, which tells me that there was a trampoline underneath the, the net, or the net was like 5'10". Five ten, right? Stilts. He's the one who's set up for the big spike, and he he cashes in. But I remember thinking at the time when I was fourteen, I'm like, I'm confused. Like I didn't know at that point what homoeroticism was. I didn't know what the gay community was all about. It wasn't until years later that I figured this scene was made for women and gay men, and I just didn't know what was going. Why are we playing volleyball? Why aren't we back on a plane? Why aren't we talking about, shit to one did, another? Why did Goose cut his sleeves off? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah good question. Goose Goose is is very much um, very much inferior to these alpha males, right? In 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 many ways. Goose and I just remember just, shirt. I just remember being confused. And then Mav wants to walk away prematurely. Well, it, it, no, here, they won. They won. Well, it was one to one. We got these guys. This yeah. may speak to my personality. This may just kind of be my deal and part of it is the age that i was at and part of it is just the fact that i when it came to uh the relationships between men and women at this point because as brian you pointed out this was not something that was you know he had an invitation to go have sex with a woman which you would think you would speed over to go yeah, do i'd go take a shower he, he chose not to and as i'm watching this scene you want to wash your dick right? I, well i was confused by the scoring system like oh, it yeah. did, like it didn't make sense to me as an athlete. I'm going, well, that score doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I was very like again. It, it speaks to the Wait, time. Did you say as an athlete? Yes. Well, you're I, a pitcher. <laughs> I like to know what the score is on events, right. and that scoring sequence was not definitive. I need to know who's winning the game, and clearly, a team of. Slider and Iceman would never lose to a shirted no, goose no, and a 5 2 no. Maverick. It offended me it's not true. as a heterosexual, yeah, but rather as an athlete. It's, it bothered me a great deal. It, it still does. It appeared that Goose and Mav had knotted the thing up. People that understand sports know <laughs> that volleyball is a three set game. Yes. So, it, and, it, and Mav's like, I'm out of here. I got to get on my ninja. Also, puts on his his fleece jacket. Does what we all do when we sweat a lot. You put on a a leather jacket with <laughs> a wool wool collar. Yeah. Also, yeah. Pu- no helmet law at that point. <laughs> right, right. Like this is he doesn't wear a helmet when he rides his bike. And we've determined that from Miramar to the ocean, where Charlie. Codename Charlie, you don't have to salute her, lives is at least 30 miles. It's a quite a distance. Yes. Like, put a helmet on. But Travis makes a good point. These guys were probably knotted up in a one to one, <laughs> one set to one yeah. game. He's out. He's out. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Yeah. It was, and, and he, and Mav just bounced, which is very, very weird. But again, Slider, ice, super gay. Like everything about that scene. 
and and people make a big deal of it today. We didn't realize in the eighties no. how gay that was, and now you watch it and you're like, oh my god, I'm like, watching what, actual gay porn. Think about this. Why? Why make a scene where there's a lot of slow motion of glistening, flexing yeah. men? Why? Yeah. Why do that? And I, I'm sure there's been something written about this. I heard something weird where they they did that afterwards because there wasn't enough action oh, or sex scenes it. or something. Yeah. But um, I, I mean, looking back, interesting. It was just so overt. Did your did your inside Hollywood contacts tell you that? No, I Jason? I read. You know, I I always do a lot what? of. Uh, you know, preparation oh, for for podcasts. You haven't brought any of it with you. We're oh, overlooking the most important thing. What is it? Rick Rosovich, slider, yes, slider, super gay, was a football player at SC. He would never lose a volleyball game to yes. those two guys. We're overlooking. It's yes. a, there's a fatal flaw Rick in the plot. Ros- Rick Rosovich played ball at SC. He did. Wide receiver. Um, he was also in the movie Roxanne. Yes, he was. Yeah. And, and he was on the ER, ER, too. He was on the ER. And but. They would never lose to no, a, no, a, a volleyball game involving a a, a, a beta male and oh, a, wow. a a smaller wow. a smaller wayfish man. Yes. I think he's, he's, they would never lose to yeah. them. I never liked that. What was yeah. left on what was yeah. left on the cutting room floor? Just like the bar scene, they brought Sundown in to be Goose's partner, and Sundown <laughs> yeah. was woefully overmatched. Like the scene in Airplane. Yeah, I mean yes. the the sun and the beach and volleyball. It. Woefully overmatched, yes. horrible partner. Insanely racist. Uh, the the well, that that is something you do. Like if you're playing a little two on two hoop at the park. I played <laughs> I played a little ball with Travis one time, and he is not he is not a very good basketball partner because oh, that's not true at all he's the biggest guy on the court but he won't go stand in the middle because they got a touch i can he, i can rain three oh, one of those guys that hangs out on the perimeter yeah no, i know three I, i'm i never go ed, below either three-point line ed, <laughs> ed travis is massive he's a big <laughs> dude he's not little and you just go hey just just go right there just oh, go stop. go stand right there and i'll throw it to you and, and he's like oh no, no, no i want to i'm gonna shoot from out here he only he exclusively shoots three pointers when he's a massive human being, and he could just stand in the middle and make layup. Okay. Well, Travis has a great story about his uh, high school days. Yeah, he played against Stacy Ogman. Yeah, he yep. deed him up. Yeah, well, and, plastic man. Yep. Yeah. And his coach had some amazing advice for us. It was, <laughs> what was it? It was Travis, and then I, you know. So I hear, hear the story. Oh, hold on is, a sec. Hold on a sec. What, it, whoa, whoa! Did you have a Coldplay song? <laughs> is a Coldplay song your ringtone? Jason but Ar- Arcadia at the time was largely—it's an Asian community at, mm-hmm. at that point, anyway. Still so, is. So it was no, Travis a, and a bunch of Asian guys. Especially Asian yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just love the advice the coach gave once when they played one of these heavyweights from out of town. John Muir High School. Yeah. yeah. John Muir was John in Pasadena. In, oh, in yeah. Pasadena. It's yeah. in our league, and yeah. we play him every year. And so very Jacques Vaughn was the point guard. 
Yeah. Wow. Give it to Kansas. Stacy yeah. Ogman was the, the power forward. The both those guys are on the same team. There was a guy named Wayne Womack who was the starting center on the Arizona team that went to the Final Four. Yeah. They were pretty good. Yeah. They were pretty good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I was the <laughs> tallest guy on our basketball team, and I'm 6'3". Yeah. Not a great matchup were for Stacy Ogman. Were you 6'3", at 17 years old? Guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so our coach was, just head fake him. <laughs> head fake him. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> Trav. Just, just head fake him. I'm like, he's six nine, and he's a much better athlete than me. Couple all defensive <laughs> player of the year yes. awards. And just head fake him. Head just fake. head fake him. Trav, Trav, yeah. do, you, do you think you were gonna head fake him? Like, <laughs> put him on the put deck. On the deck. <laughs> yeah, go and, to the hoop and like do that thing where you like get him with your elbow right. and like throw him behind you. If you think just, if you, just just head fake him. If you think about it, to bring us back to our, our subject, <laughs> head fake him is just head fake him is just as sim- as simple and unrealistic as put on the brakes and they'll fly right. Back. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> to bring it back, okay. Yeah. To get to get back to the movie, Mav has to bounce. He is he's at the volleyball game. Shit is popping off. It's one to one. It's they they're gonna go to the a, a third set finale. There's fans there, but he's like, I'm out of here. He's got to put on his jacket. Yeah. It's 98 degrees because they're in inland. He's just sweating. They're in inland <laughs> they're San Diego where it's super hot. <laughs> he bounces on his bike to cool off a little bit to go to dinner at Charlie's house. Mm-hmm. They meet up. There's wine. He shows up, and she's not even answering the door, right? Oh, yeah. Because he's late. Yeah. Sorry I'm late. Got tied up in a gay orgy, but <laughs> I'm here now. Yes. Are we good? And, I mean, Mind if I take a shower at your place? That's, well, that's yes. incredibly that's aggressive. That's so arrogant. Point. So yeah. arrogant. It's so weird. Like, when you have someone over, and you're like, oh, this person's going to spend the night. You know, we all have a house guest occasionally. Jason Stewart has many from the Tinder house guests website. You, what you do is you set out some special towels for the person spending the night. You want to make sure that they have what they need. And you don't just walk into someone's home and go, Hey, I'm going to take a fucking shower. Balls. <laughs> it takes balls. It's very, very Ballsy. Again, and, and no heterosexual male would, and, would pull that maneuver. And then the end game. Hey, do you mind if I take a shower and then put my dirty clothes back on? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, I felt like he had an overnight bag. Yes. Very very sweaty clothes. Yes. Very weird. Well, I mean, he wasn't wearing. He was wearing the jeans in the sand. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he wasn't. Well, I do endorse wearing jeans over and over. I'm not, well, you, I'm not opposed to not in the sand, though, Ed. That's a different right. game. But that that white T-shirt, whether or not he was wearing it during the game, He's, he was going to be covered in sweat. And, well, he sweated up on his bike, for sure. <laughs> so they, they, they have a dinner, and they have a bit of wine, and then, and then um, Charlie, who for some reason has put boots on <laughs> at her own home, is like relaxing in her back patio on a, a like a little couch thing and she's 
basically in the position. And He's given the vibe. Yeah, Jason Stewart, a guy who spends a lot of time on Tinder, we know this. She's letting people know, I'm due to be slayed. Like, here I am. Like, I'm, I'm giving you the motion. Like, I'm laying down. Mm-hmm. Like, like, look at me. She's drinking wine. <laughs> she's drinking wine and laying down, and she's putting on music that she likes to listen to. Yeah, and yeah. Berlin. No, no, she's put on. Um, no, she put on Otis Redding. Dock in the, the dock of the day. Dock of the day. Which oh, great song, right. but she put it on because she wanted to hear it, and that prompts Maverick into a, like a five-minute soliloquy. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so he I stops him, shut starts the fuck talking up, about his dead parents. Great song. Shut yeah. up. Yeah. In my research, I found you, that you uh, researched. Dock of the Bay came out in '69, and uh, Crew supposedly, at some point, it was revealed that Duke Mitchell went down in '67. Yeah. So uh, him, so, that yeah. scene was disingenuous. There's no way his no, parents his, could have been listening so, to Doctor. His old Bay. man went down in '65. Whatever, '65, and the yeah. song came out in '67 or '69. But it was his mom who who made him for some reason called him down to keep putting on the song. That's right. Yeah. Play that again, honey. Yeah, and he would get so sick of it. And then what's he do? He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go take that shower," and we all think. It's in oh, her he's going to bounce into her shower and That's finally right. take that shower. just roll out in a towel and be like, all right, yeah. let's go. Because Charlie's ready to fuck. Like, she's feeling it. She's into it. And all of a sudden we hear his ninja fire. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. And <laughs> he's back to Miramar. I mean, 45 minutes later because it's a, quite a distance from where he was. So at this point, the director and the writers think that we're still we're still on the fence. Is she into him for his great looks and body, or does she just really need to know about the MIG? Because she <laughs> yeah, keeps saying, "Great point, Jason." This, that's an excellent point. point. It's yeah. about the MIG. She she says, "Yeah, it's about the MIG." I need info on that. What yeah, happened? Yeah, it's top secret. Because she's she's working for Rockwell, and she yeah. needs to know what's up. And she in the and she identifies industry. that she's up for this big promotion. Yeah. If she has the information about the MIG, maybe she could use that and leverage that with her new job. That is, that is an interesting point, Jason. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, he talks about his dead parents, and then he runs into her and. Immediately afterward, oh. in the in the elevator, He's so she she <laughs> le- he leaves her when she's so ready for sex. Oh, yeah. she's, she's, like, her, she's Randy. Her, her pussy was actually. She's like, wet. Yeah. I I gave the most feminine vibe. Let me go ahead and dress like a man in the elevator. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. She's, she's basically wearing his his flyboy jacket. Yeah. and a cap and a cap, which is not she's like she's at work. Hey, if you, nothing's biting, you got to try a different bait. Yeah. And how about the fact that he gets in the elevator at a, a establish a professional establishment with nothing on but a towel? Like, who goes around topless at work? That is very, very. He gets in the same elevator with weird. Her. Yeah. Right, and there's a random guy in uniform which who goes on the elevator too. Like what, he's the only one who's bandit. dressed the way you're supposed to be dressed. By yeah, the way. and she's she's like, you look like you could use another shower. <laughs> very very odd then so then he they by the way i really i mean i really think that she was saying you you look like you use a shower i think she was basically telling him i'm a squirter 
Wow. Jason. Wow. What? What's wrong, guys? Yes. yes. Wow. Wait, Travis this, is offended this, right this now. Is, Why? Jason Stewart always takes it to... Ed, what, what do you think about that? <laughs> just just going to let that one sit out there. You know, I was having a nice time right up until then. Jason Stewart, extremely dirty. Uh, yeah, so they go in the elevator, and then there's a weird motorcycle. For some reason, whatever Charlie is doing, yeah. she's getting rich doing. because She works for a defense contractor, she, Brian. You're not understanding how much money flows through those people. She has it's printing money. Exactly. She has a bathtub Porsche. Which yeah, is like so nice. a roadster. Like which, Dylan McKay. Yes, which is even bad then. Is like those things are highly collectible now, but back then, sure. they're still like, I don't know, 30 grand? Yeah. Like it's a highly. Uh, and she, he bounces on his bike. She chases him somewhere. It was, it was an awkward situation. Um, but what did it lead to, Ed Daly? Have you dropped your headphones again? <laughs> no. no, I was I was trying to read up on on another part of the movie. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, it led it led to a sexual encounter. Liaison. The first. Oh, oh, liaison. oh, yeah. Well, sexual. yeah. After after she dresses like a man, he's he's all hot and bob. Yeah, it worked. But but the best part is. I was imagining he he said whispers to her like, "Hey, I know you're starting to strip down. Would you mind putting on a fighter pilot helmet?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you could you try to look more like my boy Ice? Well, I feel like he the slider felt like more his type because I I have a feeling he likes to be dominated. Yes, mm-hmm. and Slider clearly was the most That's dominating of That's the deal. Yeah. So yeah, Rick Ross yeah. cop. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, I looked him up, Rick, Rick Rosovich. Yeah. Um, he had a power turn back to back to back as as guest stars in Fantasy Island, BJ and the Bear, and Eight is Enough. Oh wow! Yes, really? that's, a, that's oh he must the holy be. trinity. <laughs> he really is. He was Boris Smolensk in Fantasy Island. Old. Yeah. He was in BJ and the Bear as football player, and then he was in Eight is Enough as Fred. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Um, BJ and the But the sex scene is great because there is somebody who's into women and somebody who's into men. And, well, maybe this is yeah, only we're circling back to Animal Night. The, BJ the, and the Bear. Did the you ever opposite. see? Um, did you ever say? Did you guys ever see that one episode of Fantasy Island where uh, <laughs> the couple, the couple is all, kind of on the rocks, wasn't really doing well with the relationship, <laughs> and then by the end of the uh, oh wait, am I thinking Love Boat? No, <laughs> love that. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that never happened on Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, proceed. Uh. What about Jason? Did you ever watch? Did you ever see see that one episode of Three's Company? <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> it was a misunderstanding. <laughs> what about the Gilligan's Island where they're about to get off and Gilligan <laughs> fucked it up? Yeah. <laughs> So on Gilligan's Island, the, the professor knew how to make a radio. The professor knew how to make a radio out of coconuts, but he, he didn't know how to fix the boat. 
<laughs> he just Do you remember that? Did you did you guys see the preview for that one Kevin Hart movie? <laughs> a little overconfident and he, like talks real loud and then the bigger guy is kind of perturbed by it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they have dinner and hold on. Take my breath away. Uh, yes. they, oh, they have sex? And Jason Stewart, the rest of us are in relationships. You are a guy that's out on Tinder. The prowl. Having a lot of actual sex. Um, <laughs> there's there's a lot of neck licking. In, there was too much licking. They just, they just <laughs> lick the fuck out of each other's necks, and I don't—I don't know. If this was 1986, but I've never known that to be like a sexual. Well, I mean, it all—it all, it all kind of hit a home with me. I remember. Oh, um, you know. Yeah. I remember in '84, I got my first like glimpse of how you're supposed to kiss a woman in Purple Rain, but mm. the late Prince, of mm. course. Them just sticking each other's tongues down each other's throat in that silhouette shot in the bed. And flash forward to Top Gun, you have the exact same kind of thing where Cruz is really digging in with his tongue. The whole neck thing is one thing, but I remember walking away from that movie as a 14-year-old thinking, I need to get the cassette, I need to play this song, and I need to stick my tongue down the throat of a woman. (laughs) And I feel like Cruz read the script and he's like, shit. I gotta like pull off a scene where I have to have sex, and he's like, "How do heterosexual people have sex?" And then he couldn't find anything. He turned on National Geographic, and he's like, "All right, here's iguanas having sex." I'll just go with that. Uh, that's a great point. And, and that's what that's I was great, getting to. Uh, it's funny you bring that up because I remember thinking this is the blueprint for how I'm supposed to make out with women, and then the irony of the fact that that scene that scene was shared by two people that had no interest in the opposite sex. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Both of them had zero interest in the opposite sex. It's shocking. It is actually, actually shocking. Uh, so then we we get back into it. There, Maverick has to go back to school. Like he's is Goose dead yet? Get, no, come on, all Travis. Right. No. Travis, you just spoiled it for all the people who haven't seen it he, yet. Mav gets up. In the air, we learn that Iceman is in the lead. Mm. He's he's a couple points. He's ahead in points. Yeah, he's ahead in points. <laughs> Much like he was in the volleyball game, he's ahead in points versus Maverick. In by the way, versus is the word, but all of a sudden people are saying uh. verse. That's a verse. that's a part of a that's song. Poetry. A verse is a part of yes, a song. Yes, verse is not verse. They use it as a verb. They versing. Who are we versing? Who are we versing? The, the 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 word is verses. Right. But adults don't say that. No, right? that no. Like a kid people that. say it on ESPN. They go, oh, the the um the Mavericks versus the verse the um Spurs. I don't like that. Ed Daly. Are you pretty fired up about your Knicks getting Derrick Rose? Yeah, they're building the greatest team of seven years ago I've ever seen. They're building the 2011 Bulls. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a terrible, it's a terrible. <laughs> build around Porzingis. Okay. Stop, stop with this nonsense. No, nah, Porzingis. That's my love guy. That. I love that guy. Zarzingis Zarzinger. For some reason, they, um, they are able to maybe, uh, Charlie was able to gain. Oh, security, yeah, back to the, 
security, um, I don't know, admission or whatever. And she got the play-by-play of the MIG sighting. And that became the subject of a classroom uh, lecture. And they all went over what Maverick did right, what he did wrong. Oh, right. Oh, right? Hold on, hold is on. That, is that the no. scene we're at now? No, or? no. We're, we're, we're Maverick is in a, is in a dogfight against Viper. Oh, yes. shit. We got to go to the Viper scene first? Wait, do, oh. All right, go ahead. No, hit your, hit, hit your thing first. Well, uh, if Viper's before that, let's do that. But the no. thing is, like, they're in a classroom, and all of a sudden, it's we're breaking down Maverick's uh, engagement with the MIG, right? Yeah. And she calls him out. She's yeah. like, no, let's take this as a lesson of, go. yeah, this is yeah. the wrong thing to do. Yeah. The results were fine, but the wrong thing to do. And I remember Mav's classmate, he, uh, he kind of leans over. And he tells Mav in a quiet yeah, moment, it's a, it's that's a, some of the gutsiest things, that's yeah. one of the gutsiest things I've ever seen. But he wasn't there. Again, it was the theme throughout the movie that I wish they would have done more of. Maverick is incredibly talented, Travis. Yes. But he does things that are reckless. He's one of the best pilots we've ever seen. You see that he's, and he's got huge balls, but he does things that compromises the mission. I just wish they would drive this theme home. Yeah, it's, more, it's more weird <laughs> that they sort of leave that by the wayside when yeah, it should I mean, be why, more why of a theme. Why were they so vague with his nickname? <laughs> yes, yes, great, great point. Also, same with Sundown. Like, what are you, what are you trying yeah. to say? Yeah. I like Sundown. He seemed like a good guy. Agree. Yes. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. The Viper. So that right. yeah, that actually happened before the um, the motorcycle Porsche. Cheat. That right. that is so, we should have we right. should have hit that though because that that's what led up to the. So. Oh shit! So we're way beyond that. Yeah. So then after that, Mav flies against Viper. Viper. Also, kind of weird. They get up there and he's like, "Oh shit! There's Viper." Like you don't know. Like you're all taken off at the same time. You would. Whoa! Think. Viper's here. Whoa! Yeah. Very very weird. Um, and again, more flirting with Iceman, more, more sort of gayness, another, <laughs> another lecture from Iceman. Uh, Iceman Let's gives another lecture. Never leave your wingman. This sets up the climactic scene, right? I mean, it's yes. just, uh, well, so no, no, they, they hook up and they're, they're back. It's like in between missions and it's. Mav and Charlie and Goose and Meg Ryan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And their kid. The adorable Meg Ryan. Yeah, she's... Pre-surgeries. But, but in retrospect, you look back, that hair is may, might be period appropriate, but it's a little shocking. Meg's? Meg's hair. Yeah, but she's adorable still. She's... She oh, she's banging. Like... W- Nobody. And how about how about her talking about fucking in front of the kid? Yeah, yeah. Her son is sitting on the piano. It's like, hey, take me to bed or lose me forever. And there's like a four year old, like, hey, uh, what are you doing with me? Hey, goose, you big stud. That's me, honey. Take me to bed. Yeah, and I mean, Meg does a couple things that are violations. She sells Mav out. She smell. She sells him down the road by talking about all the trim that he gets every night. And I mean, major violation of the code. So much so that Mav says, "Yeah, I guess so." And he goes to the piano. He needs to get out of the situation to hey, go to the piano. Big stud. 
That's me, honey. Take me to bed or lose me. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah. Distract Charlie from the fact that she just learned that Mav is just hitting everything in sight on the road. Yeah, very, very weird. You don't, when you're in a mixed couple, you don't just start announcing how much pussy your <laughs> I just, new boyfriend gets. I just did a little Googling on Meg Ryan there. Is that is that is that when you went ten minutes without speaking to yeah. the microphone? No, I just it. it yes, so really, when I Google, I, you call on me. I really, I really test. feel I well, like I, we missed some things like, because she used to be really kind of cute talk the whole time, and yeah. she's super, super messed up now. This is a tragedy. She was so hot. Not anymore. I know. Not she's, anymore. She's wrecked her face. Ugh. I've noticed that. So Travis's role during these shows now is googling eighties yeah. hotties yeah. and well, what they look yeah. like now. Who should and I do next? Showing the rest of us. Leah Thompson looked really good, by the way. Modern day S- Leah Thompson. Both. So they hang out. They have like a you know. This is we're all we're being primed for Goose's demise. Mm. Like he gets to fuck his wife. Right, good family man. Time. Cute wife. Yeah. Which is weird because he's like he's a good family man, but earlier in the movie, before we knew he were he was married, he's talking about how all the pussy he likes to get on the road, and he's like, "Hey, don't leave me hanging on this one." And it's a very, very it was almost shocking when we find out that Goose is married. Mm. Meanwhile, they're flyboys. That's what they do. But well, I think the wife's probably comfortable with him being on the road. They, yeah, she. So they are, as they say in the in in the industry, at sea. Goose, goose, <laughs> goose, and Meg Ryan go to bed, and Mav and Charlie, Charlie, Charlie bounce out, and they have a weird like make out on the. You know, they do that kind of thing yeah, that, on the bike. Yeah, <laughs> they do that thing that you do when you when you have a high school girlfriend and you can't go home. <laughs> and you're just you're trying to make it work. Yeah, you're like, hey, let's just stop here and lean against the bike and make yeah. out. When meanwhile, the bike's hot, by the way. Yeah, you could burn yourself. Meanwhile, you, she's got a place at the beach. <laughs> well, you have are. a place too, though. Yeah, and he's I mean, he's going to be watching, but. Still, you can. Goose is going to be self punishing himself while watching. And then, and then the next scene is the big scene, and I would like some analysis on this. They go up. They're in a. It's like a team event, mm-hmm. and they're flying side by side with. In in a, it's a two on two dogfight, and they're flying side by side with ice and, of course. Slider, and Slider is in the way, and for or Ice is in the way, and for some reason he can't like shoot his gun. It's a very very convoluted. I'm too close for missiles. I'm switching to guns. Yeah, but he, but not even that. He's like, wait ten seconds. I'll get it, in. and then, and then he's got to pull out, and he pulls out, and Matt, meanwhile Mav's behind him the whole time, and he's like, I got a shot. I I can do this. I can I can take out Viper and it's a big deal. I can shoot him down. Viper's the fucking he leads this. He's in Holy charge. Shit, Viper's here. Yeah, he's in charge of Top Gun. It's a whole it's a big deal. And finally, Iceman pulls out and Mav somehow 
in some sort of a, a gay, <laughs> convoluted situation, gets caught up in ISIS jet wash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he gets sent into a flat spin. Yes. Got, got a little close to his rear. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I feel like this is, even though he was later cleared of wrongdoing, mm-hmm. this is Maverick's fault. Mm. Well, you don't hang up right behind somebody's at, Like, you know there's jet wash coming out of there. Like, you're not, yeah. you should be a, tr- you're a trained pilot. You should know this stuff, guys. I think that there's like I, I know that they, they had to kill Goose off somehow, but I I feel looking back on it now, underwhelmed by how they did it. Like, yeah, jet wash and spinning, and then the reason he died was because of the ejection thing. Well, like, he hit the canopy. He hit the canopy. Yeah, he like, broke his neck. It just yeah, seems like, like a, a very that's a design flaw. It's Charlie's fault. The circumstances yeah. of his death were just like it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Isn't to me. it? It really is. Here's the thing: when gay guys write a movie, they don't really have a good sense. Like they don't know how volleyball games work. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how because when you pull that thing there's like gunpowder that explodes the canopy away and the from jet you. is flying forward even in a flat spin yes. it's it's projecting forward the yes. thing's going that behind thing's it has gone it's yeah, long not gone. hitting yes. the canopy ever yes yes very very and then they they end up in the water they're in the ocean and they and mav pulls goose Their final one. He holds him. And, it, <laughs> and, it, and the Coast Guard comes up to save him. He's like, mm-hmm. you got to let him go. Sir, sir. Yeah, you got to let him go. I think that there's like this, I, a couple things that just would never happen. Tell the me. canopy killing a pilot and then them landing in the same vicinity. Like I don't know if you guys have been. That's a good point. That's a good point. Is there any way that Maverick lands in the in the same vicinity in the ocean where he could swim to him and brace embraces his brother? They land right next to. We're talking about miles apart. Is that true? I mean, I've done some skydiving over Otay Mesa as oh really as it would be the the San Diego border. Yeah. You you know you you can't you just can't in in a chaos situation you you can't don't you guys all jump out of the plane at the same place. Yeah, but these are trained and then, skydivers. Is, and then you guys all land at the this same place? This is a fighter jet. This yeah. is covering on, tens of hundreds they, of miles but they, in very few But they shot out of, they shot out of the plane. Yeah, they hit they, the eject button. But they they both went. Yeah, no. yeah they ejected at the identical place. Like this is you just You can't swim to your partner. It's we're talking miles between each other. <laughs> The, they they just, left at the same time. Yeah, yeah, just the same as when you trust me, Jason. Yet, I'm Mesa. I think you're overthinking this. I think this is easy, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah, okay. I so think, Go- Goose died. Yeah, Goose died. But I, I, I think what you're thinking of is this is the setup for Goose, or excuse me, for Maverick and Ice to finally get together. And that first time, the, the, the scene where they're trying to sh- kill Viper together, like the first time many times when you're with a new partner, it's yeah. not quite what you thought right. it would be. It's awkward. It's clumsy. It's, right. it's not quite. You're not, you don't understand each other's rhythms. Yes. 
So it they're, takes a they're, while to warm they're, up. they're getting that first interaction out of the way, and it resulted in Maverick's partner having to be jettisoned. Yes. But now it clears the way for Ice yeah. and Maverick they're both to make beautiful music they're together. Both, they're both pilots. Well, they're both pilots, but they're both the, type A. boats out in the middle of nowhere. It is it is very, very clear that there is Look, a Slider's very concerned. Slider yeah. uh, Slider sees the writing on the wall. Goose is not an issue because yeah. Goose is not of their type. Yeah. But you still need to get him out of the way because you need to get somebody else in there. It's 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 an it's a it's a plot device. Can we all agree that and Goose how is about, a straight uh, guy in the movie? How about Scarrett's nice bedside manner when he goes into the bathroom where uh, uh, Maverick's wearing his grippers, the tidy whities Yeah, and he goes, first off, Goose is dead. Yeah, and he's like, all right, get back in the air. Yeah. <laughs> No, he's like he's like you he's like you fly long enough, this happens. He's like, I was flying over Donang and eight yeah. out of eighteen of us died. Yeah, but you were in combat. Yeah, this fucking right. guy's just these just guys practice. are just whipping around just practice. practicing <laughs> in the non existent mountains of Miramar. I mean if, if any of us <laughs> should not have died. If any of us have dealt with uh death and, and grief, I think we could all agree that the best thing to do with somebody grieving is say, get over it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Right? <laughs> that, you're right. That is That's good right. bedside manner. Universal yeah. advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Goose dies. Let's, I think we can all be. I think we can. 30 pour, years. Pour beyond, a little out. I think 30 years beyond, we can all agree that Mav's recklessness left led to Goose's death. Of course. Yes. Yeah, it didn't hold up in a court of law, but we all know. Yeah. For sure. That's the military covering their own. They're never going to stick it on one of their guys. And then, and then, blood on your hands. And That's then right. Mav tries to fly again, and much like Cougar, call back to the beginning of the movie, and much like Chicks, Mav can't engage. <laughs> but yet again, they give him sundown as a Rio. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure what Sundown was doing before, but now yeah, he's, is, now yeah, he's they, the Rio. Yeah, but for, when they go uh, to fight, he, Sundown's nowhere right, to be seen. That's fucked up. Yeah, well, one, one of the one of the rare times I can uh, defend Maverick was what was with Sundown? I mean, he knows Calling him out. just died. Yeah, and he's really up Maverick's ass. Like, <laughs> well, back figuratively, off. we already we we already know Argyle <laughs> knocked you the fuck out and die hard. Like, don't come at me, bro. Hey man, we could have had him. We could have had him. <laughs> That's actually a really good point by Ed Daly. This this sundown was very very Mouth. aggressive. When well, he should have been like, dude, not as you're, aggressive as others. Your Rio just died. Sundown should have known his place. <laughs> well, Jason, my God, no, no, he's <laughs> far too aggressive but, for that scene. Well, I will say this: this Maverick, he tries to fight Sundown. On the flight deck, oh, yeah. it was very, very uncomfortable. And Sundown, he bows down to the Alpha. He did. Maverick. Uncomfortable scene for sure. Yeah, and then so then they get the, Mav goes to uh, Viper's house, which is weird. I don't nice know. house. I, I don't know why he would know where that is. Well, no. there's a couple things that the yeah. scene tells you. It's Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming out here on a Sunday. 
as if Sunday is some kind of sacred, like, wow. It's probably the one day they don't fly, Jay. It's on a Sunday. Day. Thanks for well, coming they don't, out. They don't work on Sundays. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. And so I, wouldn't you be annoyed if somebody, if you're like, hey, this day. is the one day I don't work, and why are you here? Yeah, I, I don't know. But, oh, and the wife is like, I know him so well. Yeah, she's like, hey, Mav, hey, yeah. Mav, what do you want to drink? I, Pete Mitchell. It's like part Weird. of me says that they wrote that scene because she's so concerned that he just lost his partner, and she's hurt, and she's going to be overcompensatingly friendly. And then another part of me is like, there's a disconnect. You just, there was no, how could she possibly know him that well? Well, also, she's not from a beverage. Mm. Oh, no, like no, that. she does. She does. He no, doesn't. She said, what can I get you to drink? Yeah, that's true. He Pretty doesn't... sure that's how you offer a beverage. <laughs> you know what? Ideally, some, we don't all have the same clean up, Clean that up in post. Yeah. Clean it up and post. They don't, they, but it was weird that they go out in the yard. It's like a l- big lawn on a cliff. Yeah, directly next Point Loma. to the ocean. Point Loma. And That's it's on a Loma. Sunday. Did I mention that? Yes. On a Sunday. <laughs> it should be in church. And this <laughs> this viper tells them, hey. You know people go to church. You can, I don't. Still. You, you got to get back out there. You oh, and by the way, fly. here's a picture of your dad on my wall. Yeah. <laughs> Duke Mitchell? Yeah. He, well, and he he gives Duke him the, was at sea for a while. He as gives well. him the heads up, and this is this is kind of weird. Where he's like, "Yeah, your dad was shot down, but instead of flying back to base, he saved three other pilots." How would you How? even know that? Yeah, <laughs> I mean so, the fog of war. Again, good reason for the government to cover that up. Yeah, it's also <laughs> like because like, they just had so much good news to to spread to the public during the Vietnam War, like. We better hurry this good right. story. Yes. Scarrett reveals that it's the, the worst dogfight he's ever been in. Maybe the worst dogfight in the history of combat. And I'm Duke Mitchell sure did all this. To answer that. Yeah. So obviously. It's not like he fought in World War One or Two. <laughs> obviously, the strain that Duke had. I mean, he was very talented, but he, he was reckless. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. Maybe the best fighter pilot ever. But he was. But that recklessness caught up with him. Is yes. that the the theme? So again, it's the theme, the theme is driven home. Do you think anyone else in the Navy wanted to have sex with Duke? Duke Mitchell. Yeah, I think Duke gave Viper the the code name. Yeah, clearly. After seeing his Viper, he said, "You need to." And then it all kind of unwinds. After that, they get they go to graduation. And Which is like, held at a pool by the La Quinta Inn. What <laughs> <laughs> was that? It's like a couple folding chairs near a, a hotel pool, and they're like, "Yeah, here, here's the big ceremony." Iceman, <laughs> Slider, Maverick, you'll get your Rio when you get on board. That was very weird. Like, why couldn't? They- if you don't get your Rio, call me. I'll fly with you anytime. Why, why couldn't that meet have- me below decks? Why couldn't that have been on base? That was very weird. And dress whites too. And yeah, they wear their dress whites. And Mav shows up and. Wait. He gives. He shows up late, but he gives like Iceman. He's like, "Hey!" He finally concedes. Also, he's and Viper's like, gives in. Viper's like, "Listen," he's like, "You got two choices. You can quit, or you can graduate tomorrow." And then he shows up late to the graduate. Like, so what are you saying? And he goes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, whatever you want to do. Are, are you saying I should quit? It's a weird scene. I don't know. But then it's a he, weird scene. he shows up late to the graduation. So 
had he not shown up, he still would have graduated. Like, there's not the quitting, quitting and graduating. <laughs> Walking is not up, is not your last class. Right. Yeah, if you don't show up for your your graduation ceremony, <laughs> right. it doesn't mean you don't graduate. Right. Like the, I, the coursework is done. I graduated from the Harvard of the West, Long Beach State University, <laughs> but true. I didn't do that thing where you put that hat on. What do they call that thing with the card? Mortarboard. Uh, mortarboard. Mortarboard. I didn't. I didn't do that with a with a robe, the gay robe. Oh, I didn't do any of that. Bad boy, Brian Beckner. But I, I still graduate. I still have the same diploma. I did. I walked. And I walked. It was a great ceremony. And I remember right after I walked, I, before we could get too excited, I remember our supervisor saying, hey, I hate to break up a party. Your supervisor? But I have an emergency. <laughs> Viper. Yeah, right after we graduated. Yeah, so at the end of the graduation, Viper rolls in and is like, listen, Sorry. Like, don't enjoy this too much. I know it's animal night down at the office. <laughs> <laughs> but we, have, we yeah. actually hired Principal Strickland for nine days on the And how about this? God damn it, Maverick. There is an emergency in the Indian Ocean. Yes, and, and instead of uh, sending the very qualified, see, experienced pilots yeah, we have right now, we can send a bunch of recruits, yeah, uh, a bunch of recent grads over there right now. As, as though, as though that, yeah. that ship is in the Indian Ocean sans pilots. Right. By the way, brings me back to my original question. In the Indian Ocean, are we really fighting the Russians over the Indian Ocean? Has anybody looked at a map? No. Because in, the, in, 19, in 1986... America didn't have enemies in the Indian Ocean. Exactly. Point, I don't right. think we had enemies. Yes. No. Yes. So the only enemy near the Indian Ocean is China. Yeah. And there's a red star but, and there's right. MiGs. I still, Why is Travis, he keeps pushing yes. this agenda that yes. the Seems Chinese like were the agenda. enemy in 86. Yes. No, it's not that the Chinese See, were Travis the enemy. Travis is from Arcadia. <laughs> no, it's he because I'm, Asians. I'm a political science major. From a zipper head, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not going to do that. What I want to know is if we're going to, like, if we were in the North Atlantic, it could be the Russians. If we right. were in the uh, Alaskan, the Bering Strait, it could be the Russians. Russians. The Indian Ocean it's is India, weird. Pakistan, yeah. and China. Yeah. All right. What are we doing there? Australia. So, so, can I meet our guy, not Dan, on Twitter? Can I meet the requirement to get him very excited about this podcast? Oh, yes. So if China is the enemy in 86, then obviously they're very into the Pacific Rim. Oh, which yeah. Which I've revealed yes, on yes. a previous podcast. That's your favorite, kind of favorite genre of porn. It's Asian rim jobs. Yes. Porn. <laughs> there you go, not Dan. So they, so they, they're like, hey, he, he hands them their orders like on paper. It's so top like, secret. Here you go. Here you go. Here, Iceman, Slider, you go. Hollywood, Wolfman, you go. And he go. And he goes, Maverick, you're, who who I didn't know was showing up today. Yeah. Who I told to quit yesterday. You're here, and here's your thing. And all, oh, by the way, you don't have a reel, but if you need one, even though I'm a pilot. <laughs> Yeah. And I'm not trained for that, and I'm 60. Yeah, and my senses have been dulled for 25 years. Yeah, and I only... And, I, and I'm Robin Colcord on, on uh, Cheers. <laughs> oh, it's a different guy. No, he was uh, he was uh, Evan Drake, uh, uh, Ed. Drake. He was Evan Drake. Yeah. Come on, man. Drake, I, I hold you to a very high it's, standard. You can't... Robin Colcord was Roger Reese. Oh, uh, Evan uh, Drake uh, was, was Tom Skerritt. Yes. 
So there you go. And then <laughs> this the the movie culminates where they go on their flight. They do Maverick has to save Iceman again. And they they he puts he puts on the brakes by accelerating. <laughs> he hits right? I mean everything we know of like you know, childhood flight simulator things, when you pull down, you're you're not putting on the brakes. That's accelerating. Right. He he hits the brakes, he lets the MIG fly right by, as is his want to do. And that thus ends the final mission. They land on the flight deck mm-hmm. in, in which in which Kazansky comes up to Maverick and says, "You can be my wingman anytime." Bullshit! You can be mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a fight. Who's going to be the power bottom? <laughs> Very. I feel like that. Iceman is the top in that relationship. Would you guys agree? Yeah, but of course. Maverick does. He, Maverick wants to put on a show for everyone else. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, if you think about the last scene, which is you know the big action scene of the movie, Maverick gets cold feet. Like there's a part there where he asks for Goose advisement, just like Luke asked. Talk for, to me, Goose. Yeah, Luke yeah. asked for Obi Wan. Yeah, and, that's you know, a great in point. The X-Wing. Yeah. I don't know if I want him as my wingman. He was hesitant at best. Which is weird because he's like, talk to me, Goose. And Goose would be like, we got like half a tank. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, like, no big deal. Goose was probably like, no, it's, I don't, yeah. I don't have that loving feeling. Yeah. He's like, talk Fuck to me, that. Goose. And he's like, and Goose is like, well, just ask Merlin, like ask Merlin to look around the back for the jets because that's what we do. But that time. was and the, the essential, like, Val Kilmer uh, expressing that to Mav was, in the movie, in the writer's viewpoint, like, that was the ultimate acceptance. Like, right. he has right. he has become what you're supposed to be as a fighter right. pilot. Okay. And, and why, why did Mav have Goose's dog tags? Don't you think that would be kind of the thing his son should have? Well, yes. That was weird. And then he threw him in the ocean. Yeah, that was yeah, weird. Yeah, in the ocean. Like, he's got, a, like, a four-year-old son. That... That's all he's got of his dad. Well, that's a good point. Mav's tossing in the ocean because he now found love with Iceman. <laughs> because he he goes to like he goes to uh, Goose's wife and kid, and they're in a place with like lined up recliners. Like yeah, it was like a theater. yeah. What was that? It was like it was like the Korean spa I yeah. go to. It was very weird. Bunch of recliners, and, and she has to console him. Yeah, and then she and they they have like a full meltdown right there in front of the kid. And this is before kids had earphones like we put on them these days. It was very, and the kid was just cool. He was just like, "What? I'm just playing Legos here. Like, what? My dad's dead. Don't know." <laughs> and and then, but then then like before that, Mavs like in Goose's bedroom, and he's like lining up his sunglasses, and he's like wrapping everything up. Hey, that's not your shit. It's the kids' stuff. And 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 why is the sunglasses like such an item, such a personal item? Like I have seven pairs of sunglasses. It's a metaphor. Like it's, know, they're concealing their true like, feelings. If I died right now, no one would be like, "Where's Brian's sunglasses?" It's just a weird thing. 
Well, if you were a fighter pilot, yeah, and it was about what if I was a Rio? concealing your deal? Yes, and the eyes are the window to the soul, <laughs> and this was what concealed you your you true it. self, you and you wanted to think of your dad in a certain way, yeah. not in the way that you discovered that he's really about. Who yes. got then, who got his terrible shirt with the ripped off sleeves? Yes, <laughs> right. He didn't have the body to compete in that game. The game was by far, it was an athletic mismatch, and they did it wrong. <laughs> yes, really, well, it bothers me. Slider was the athlete of the game. Yes. Judging by his He's big. flex Slider, to the crowd. He spent, he spent yes. on the cast, no one spent more time in the gym no. on isolation curls yes. than Slider. Slider was yoked. Slider also did dumbbell bench but wide we, a bit. Can we get back to the throw? Yeah, let's... The throw. Let's spend a couple minutes on the throw. They said to Tom Cruise, you need to toss the dog tags off of the aircraft carrier. Symbolic moment. This is an emotional moment. Are you... you, Would you think you'd be allowed to walk out to the edge? I think that would be unsafe. You need a life jacket at least. Yes, that is not... It doesn't seem like the safest thing. I'd like to be tethered if I got too close. (laughs) Yeah. Indeed. I'm I'm much more um, concerned about the fact that he had many months to train for this, and the uh, director had many months to prepare him for this. How in the signature moment to like bring everything together and you know reach closure with Goose and with his career by throwing tags? Do you throw like a nine year old girl? Yeah, he he really. You're liked- so glib, Jason. You're gonna throw. You're gonna talk about my throwing. You're so glib. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, nobody, they couldn't bring in... Uh, maybe, maybe Tim Robbins taught him how to throw. Merlin. Because Who's Tim Robbins Tim couldn't throw either. Who's yeah. the Padre right. who killed himself? The Eric Shaw. They couldn't bring in Eric Shaw and, and tell yeah. him <laughs> how, to throw, how to throw some dog did, tags did off Did of Eric Shaw kill himself? He did. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he took his own life. He, he sat on the he sat on the mound when Pete Rose came. He was also a member of the uh, John Birch Society, which was basically oh, neo Nazis right. before neo Nazis. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and my Texas listeners are like that. Yeah. And, a, and a great yeah. mustache. Yeah. 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 Okay. They, they couldn't bring in an advisor to teach him how to throw something. Yes. Interesting. Okay. We we can go. Let's wrap this up. If okay. if there's anything anyone wants to add, Ed Daly, I'm guessing your answer is no. I like. How in the last scene, Tom Cruise, they like when she plays the the uh, love and feeling again, and Tom Cruise is like four inches taller. Like <laughs> the last scene, they're like, "All right, she's gonna stand, show up at the doorway, and Tom, you're gonna be standing on four phone books, and she's gonna walk up to you." It's it's really obvious how he grew in that last scene. Oh, I'm gonna have to go and watch that. I'm gonna have to go and rewatch that because I didn't know because he's very much. This is early Tom Cruise, and he's very much shorter than everyone else, and yes. you don't see that in movies anymore. Not very it's often. very shocking mm-hmm. how much shorter he is than everyone else in this movie. Uh, Travis Rogers, do you have anything to add? My only, th- I guess, the last thought is is that we have Meg Ryan, we have Charlie, and we have a very brief appearance by Mrs. Viper. Yeah. Was there another woman with a speaking part in this movie? Interesting. No. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
No. I don't think there was. The movie's a couple hours, and yes. we have three female, and Charlie has a couple. It's one Meg hour, 49 minutes. And then you've got Mrs. Viper that's got a, can I get you something to drink? And that's about it. That is it. Yeah. Interesting. I'm racking my brain. Very, very Maybe interesting point. Maybe a rando at Animal Night, but I can't think of anything I don't, else. Yeah, well, but they didn't talk. Right. They were there. Uh Jason Stewart. There weren't even women in the ladies' room. (laughs) No. (laughs) Very weird. Yeah. He just cruised right in there like no big deal and was like gauging the counter's weight. Meanwhile, he weighs like 119 pounds, so I don't think he really adds that much. Uh, Jason Stewart, your thoughts? I've seen the movie, I don't know, dozens if not hundreds of times. When I watched it back this week, just to kind of re reestablish things, re-familiarize myself. Every scene Val Kilmer's in, you need to watch. I encourage yeah, our crazy. listeners to watch it. Especially He's, the chomp. When yes. he chomps at him, that's what he really steals is. every scene. Every line yeah. is like he's going he basically told himself before that movie, I'm going to make a name for myself. It's true. And he he delivers everything so deliberately and so passionately Please watch every scene with Val Kilmer in it. It's really is. It's one of the best movies of all time for many reasons. It's easy to make fun of. <laughs> but at the same time, it was at the time in 1986, a kick-ass fucking movie I mean, that every single guy wanted so. to be like, yeah. right? I, it was weird that everyone was a lot. In the Navy, you were allowed to grow your hair Nine inches yeah. into the well, air again, and bleach the whole top of it. Well, the tip was lighter colored than the rest. Yes, like hey. you're frost that. Yes, Jay. I uh, think there yes. was a band that had a group uh, had a song called "In the Navy." Yeah. Oh, yes, Eva et Niage. That one too. What? What's that? What was that? Never mind. Travis, explain yourself. What was that? Never mind. Is that that's a Simpsons reference? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Okay, guys, excellent job, everyone. Ed Daly, fantastic work as always. Jason Stewart, well done. Loved it. Travis Rogers. Follow all these guys on Twitter at Easy Ed Daly, at Jason Stewart, at Travis Rogers. Spend a little time on Google with Leah Thompson and spend less time with Meg Ryan. Just saying. Meg Ryan. Can I even less time with present day Kelly McGillis? Oh my god! No one's looking at that. Oh wow! I remember. Remember when when uh, Meg Ryan showed her titty in the doors? That's right. That was such a big moment. That is right. Well, also with Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer playing Jim Morrison. Kelly McGillis. Fantastic. And she gave. She was giving oral during one of those sessions. What oh was the song God. she was giving oral for? Remember? Um, the end? She lives this on Love end. Street, lingers long on Love Street. That one? Maybe. I don't okay. think it was. I don't know. Uh, guys, I really appreciate everybody tuning in. This has been a two-part episode. This has been an especially important episode to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us, everyone, for Ed Daly, for Jason Stewart, for Travis Rogers. I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com.
we will see you next week. Goodbye. I feel the need, the need for speed.